So I want to give a huge shout out to the members of Sportsball Mania podcast, Porkchop and Matty Ice. Without those fine gentlemen, I would not be able to record my podcast when the bell tolls with Big Cuz. They're the ones that got me started on the podcast path. I've been on theirs a couple of times, talked a lot of sports, got some good good information with some great guys, a lot of laughs, a lot of breakdown. So go over and check their podcast out. It is Sportsball Mania. So give those wonderful gentlemen a, a follow and a listen and a favorite and enjoy their content. So I want to thank you again, gentlemen. This is from When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Keep doing your thing, gentlemen. Mania up. <laughs> All right, we are now live with When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Tonight we're going to talk about our Mount Rushmore of Wrestling, the men's Mount Rushmore of Wrestling. So we are joined by... What's up? It's Matty Oz from the Sportsball Mania podcast. Hey, I am Yon Man. I'm just here to talk wrestling. What's up? It's Lil Cuz. All right, gentlemen, thank you all for joining me once again. So last time we were on, we discussed we were the BCWO, the Big Cuz World Order. I wasn't too much of a fan of that name, and since then we've even changed the name of the podcast. This is true. <laughs> so we had a little identity crisis. I didn't really care for brawling with Big Cuz. It rolled off the tongue, but didn't seem too good. So after, <laughs> so after – uh some discussion what do you all think about the four beasts of wrestling or the wrestling mafia i like the four beasts we can go we can go with like a four horsemen mentality that was my thought we couldn't really use the four horsemen because there was like 90 of them at one point Ah. (laughs) we can be the four clyde delvin the four the four clydesdales of wrestling (laughs) Yeah. No, it would be more like three clots down to mule. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so what do y'all what do y'all think? The four beasts of wrestling? Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah, I like the beasts. It could be worse. It has been well, yeah. like the like the beasts currently in WWE, we show up once a week and don't defend anything. Yep. <laughs> At least we defend our points. True. All right, gentlemen, we're going to start tonight with our men's Mount Rushmore wrestling. We're going to start a little series about the Mount Rushmores of wrestling the next couple weeks. Cover the men tonight. Next week will be the women's. And then we will go on to tag teams and managers. All right, so I want to start tonight with Joe. Go, Joe, go ahead and start your Mount Rushmore wrestling. The first one would be Hogan. Obviously, because he's whenever you say anything about wrestling, it's definitely the Hulk Hogan is the first name that more more than likely pops into your head. Absolutely true. Even with his latest absence in the last couple of years due to his little mouth that he had, yeah. When that when that music hits, it don't matter you're young or you're old, you still pop for that music. You're still head banging in the crowd. Correct. Uh. And people still throw up the Hulk Hogan ear wave. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, who's next? Uh, the Undertaker. All righty. Okay. For, of course, the streak. Whenever you okay. think WrestleMania, you don't – I don't think Shawn Michaels, even though he is Mr. WrestleMania, he should not be Mr. WrestleMania. Correct. It should be the Undertaker. 
Absolutely correct. Shawn Michaels is not Mr. WrestleMania. He may put on big spots, but you think WrestleMania, you think The Undertaker. I've also Who's... got I've also got Stone Cold. Okay. The main okay. the pretty much the main person for the Attitude Era. Yeah. Because if you take away Stone Cold, who does The Rock feud with? Who do, like where's all this uh, stuff happen? Yes, but, maybe. Yeah, you got to think about all those things. Does The Rock actually move up? And does, or, was, does, or does he stay does, Rocky Malvia? It was the does, perfect. Or about Stone Cold, does WWE survive? I mean, no, no. Yeah. Does There's Triple no H cover Vince in beer? <laughs> no, because no. Triple H didn't drink. Yeah. But Stone Cold was the right catalyst at the right moment for this. Yeah. And almost uh, didn't who, happen. Who's last on your Mount Rushmore, Joe? Uh, John Cena. Okay. Mainly because he's the main face of the modern era. Yes. Yeah. So, just a thought. If you're putting his face on the Mount Rushmore, how are people going to see him? <laughs> no, he, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, wow. but I, I like those four. Those are four of the most iconic figures in the business ever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brian, who's on your your Mount Rushmore? Well, you always got to go with your immortal Hulk Hogan because wrestling today wouldn't be like it is without Hogan. Correct. He he changed he, the – go ahead. Number two, because we already covered Hogan, when you go to see wrestling or any sporting event, what do you hear more than anything else? Woo! Woo! Even though I'm not a giant Flair fan, Flair is over. Yes. Still and, is, and he's 105 years old. <laughs> and, you, and he was always a heel. You always need a good heel to combat a good face. Correct. And the he reason was, he's got the reason he has bad knees now is because he kept jumping companies. This is <laughs> true. True. Falling from a drunken stupor. <laughs> I would say Steve Austin for the Attitude Area start. Okay. But you have to have a classic guy. I want to say. Um, Andre the Giant, because Hogan had to get the torch from somebody, and he got it through Andre. He had to slam somebody. I, yeah. I loved watching that little documentary they did about WrestleMania three, who Hogan wrote out the match. He sent it to Andre. Andre never wrote a thing on the paper and sent it back. Nobody knew until they got in the ring if Andre was going to put Hogan over. And Hogan said he heard, Lug! And he hit him, and then he said, pin, and lifted that big leg. But he said Andre was in a lot of pain during that match. Oh, yeah, I imagine Andre so. was always in a lot of pain. He was so, so was so big. big. I mean, any man, that can yeah. out, any man that can drink enough to drown, like, ten horses should be in a lot yeah. of pain. I mean, I highly yeah. recommend watching his documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's one of the best you will have ever watched. Okay. All right, Matt, who's on yours? So, I kind of figured this is the direction we would go. Like, we talking about iconic WWE stars. So, I wanted to make a different Mount Rushmore. Okay. And so, I'm starting off with Bruno San Martino. Nice. Because, you know, he's the longest reigning champion up till CM Punk's reign, you know. And he actually traveled. You know, just like all the all the other ones do now, 
You know, he just wasn't in one local area. So yeah. I think he's not. And, he's not Brock. No, and, <laughs> and, and Bruno's reign was so much longer than Punk's. I mean, he was like a hundred days in between holding the belt for over eight thousand total days. It was yeah. what thirteen and a half years or so. I mean, it was crazy as long as he held the belt. Well, I guess I should like you know rephrase that. Like you know, yeah, it was, yeah. He had the longest title until like Punk's like title came up. That was like the second longest or whatever. Correct. And so, classic. Now I want to go to the Japanese side of okay. Mount Rushmore, and I want to go Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon. Nice. Nice. Mostly because of not only the Japanese influence he has on wrestling, but also the luchador side of it, too. And he kind of helped the product get popular overseas. That way you have New Japan Wrestling, which if we didn't have New Japan Wrestling, who knows if Kenny Omega comes over? Who knows if Chris Jericho gets another revision of his career? Who knows if we ever get AJ Styles or Shinsuke? Or AEW. Or AEW. (laughs) NWO. Yep. NWO, Hulk Hogan yeah. was over there. Brock Lesnar won their belt at one point. Who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, I think Ultimo, we can think a lot from that. Correct. And then I want to go to the luchador side because, I mean, when you think of luchador in WWE, you automatically think Rey Mysterio. Correct. But this is a guy, unfortunately, he died here recently, but LaParca. No. Hey, wrong LaParca. S- yeah. But, that was the but, second LaParca. But, but, Okay. Same I got difference. what you're saying. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, the La Parca but, that was from Mexico and WCW is a different one. He gave up the La Parca title shortly. Well, I'm mean, talking about the one ago. that fought in just Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't come over. Yeah, I got you. From his influence. And then, <clears throat> this was tough. The fourth face, that's the WWF, WWE, Mount Rushmore-esque person. And, you know, I could throw up Ric Flair. I could throw up Hogan. I could throw up Cena, Rock, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Triple H. But I think, you know, it's he's been on all of our lists so far. And it's Stone Cold. Okay. Just because of what Brian was saying, like, would WWF at the time survive if Stone Cold wasn't there? No. I don't think so. And... You go back, I mean, his his finisher is still being used today by Kevin Owens. Yes. Which Stone Cold actually allowed him to do. There's and, even been rumored Stone Cold could have one more match. He's been medically cleared. I think he has another run in him. It won't just, be long. Not Yeah, not just a match, but I think it's a, a run. Yeah. But I just think that kind of symbolizes sort of all of wrestling, not just – this WWE era. Correct. I like yeah. the list. I didn't think outside the box like you all. I mean, I should have thought outside because there's a lot of guys. La Parca, Neil Mascaras. I mean, we have Antonio Inoki from Japan. All those territorial guys back in the early years. Right. Uh, Buddy Rogers, Billy Graham, those guys. The Von Erics. Von Eriks. Well, that's going to be like a tag team kind of thing. I Correct. Thought, we're talking about yeah. all, all thousand of the Von Eriks. They will be on my tag team, Mount Rushmore, because when you think family of wrestling, you think McMahon's, Von, Von Eriks. 
All right, gentlemen. So all four of my lists have been announced already. <laughs> and I told you all that would probably happen. Yep. Yep. But I went through and I found stats for all of mine. And now, oh. granted, one, one of mine is thrown off because they don't have all of his career on there. So I'm going to start off with Andre the Giant. We would not have wrestling as entertainment now without the biggest entertainer in the history of the business, Andre. No pun intended on the biggest. Correct. He drew just because of his size, no matter where he was. And I looked up his stats, what they have listed, and I know this is nowhere near correct because he fought for 50 years, 40 years. He didn't live, I don't, he didn't live that long. He, according to this, he was 127, 41 losses and 23 draws. That doesn't seem like a whole lot of matches. But I, I mean, that it's it could be very well that was his record. Well, I, I don't mean, think he wrestled that often. I mean, it would have to be, you know, yeah, uh, once every, you know, with a big show. He was a he was the main. He attraction. wasn't capable to go like a lot like Bob Backlund go every day. Andre could not. No, yeah. and uh, I mean that may really be his his final match total. Because yeah. all of these went through the different companies they have been in with their record. But I had on your stuff like Andre transcended the sport. I mean, they're still fighting for a, a, a trophy that's made of him. He was the first ever inductee in the WWE Hall of Fame. Without him, there would be no company. And before Hogan slammed him at WrestleMania three and beat him, Andre was billed as undefeated for 15 years. Yeah, take that, take that Goldberg. Yeah, (laughs) and I put up to at the end of his career, Andre could have rode off undefeated, take the one loss to Hogan. Instead, he fought tag matches with Haku and won the tag belts. He put over guys like Macho Man, Demolition, The Ultimate Uh Warrior, Hillbilly Jim. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and Big John Studd. There was a string towards the end of his career where Andre didn't win a match. He put these people over. I Hmm. mean, what other megastar would have ever done that? I don't know if any of them would. Because we know Stone Cold wouldn't. Stone Cold wouldn't. The Rock wouldn't. Triple H sure as crap ain't doing it. John Cena may... Yeah. Maybe he's starting now to realize his time is ending, so he's time to come now. back and do that. Yeah, his time well, is Sting, now. Sting, Sting seems to um, lose a lot of people. Yeah, Sting. Sting was another yeah. one of those, and he probably would be my uh, the fifth guy. Yeah, on this it. list. Yeah. Because Sting, Sting was incredibly over. So my second guy, of course, he's my favorite of all time, was the Undertaker. You have the most iconic person ever. No matter where you are, that gong hits, the arena goes silent. I mean, that still happens now. In in November, he will have been in WWE for 30 years with one company. I was five months old when he debuted. Wow. I turned 30 in June. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I put there, ah. Taker was mm-hmm. unlike a su- any superstar that had been seen before in the business. 
Grown men trembled at his entrance. If you watch that first time, there are grown men in shock of his entrance. He did not have to have a title belt to get over. Mm-mm. He was did not have to be a face or a heel. And he changed his persona throughout the years to work. I mean, contrary to a lot of people's belief, I thought Biker Taker was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. It, it, worked, it worked for that era. There would be the Brothers of Destruction would not have been as massive without brother without the uh without Brother Love. Without uh <laughs> the bro, with the Brothers of Destruction would not be as big without Biker Taker. Yeah. But I looked up of the Taker has been on 175 pay-per-views in his 29-year career right now. He main wow. evented 103 of those. That's 59%. Dang. He's held. He's a four time WWE slash WWF champion, a three time world heavyweight champion, a six time WWE tag champ, a one time WCW tag champ. He held it with Kane when the invasion angle. And he's Mm -hmm. a one time hardcore champion. Wow. And really? I, yeah. Who did he pin? The Hurricane? I think he, I think he pinned Maven to win it. Because I mean, even I don't, know, I don't know that belt's that belt switched more than the twenty four seven title does. True, but True. it was interesting. There would be no twenty four seven belt without Crash Holly. Granted, there'd be no. Well, no, there'd be no hardcore. Well, there'd be no hardcore title without Nick. True. Hmm. But I, I mean, sit and look at, I mean, look at Taker when he finally realized that he couldn't go all the time. He was put, he was in matches with guys like CM Punk, Jeff Hardy, guys that were twenty years his junior, and he was given props to. Uh-huh. Not many guys in the business would fight someone twenty years their junior. No. My number three guy was the immortal Hulk Hogan. Hold on, I will go back here. I forgot Taker's stats. In his career, Taker had 564 wins, 193 losses, and 66 draws. Hmm. His first, does anyone know his first loss in the business? And a televised event? Uh, was it as Undertaker or as Mean Mark? Oh, as Undertaker. <sighs> You know, I seen him lose in a house show to Tugboat, but that didn't <laughs> that didn't exist. No. So yeah. I mean on air, um, does anyone know his first ever loss? Wasn't it the Ultimate Warrior in a body bag match? It was. He yeah. never defeated the Ultimate Warrior in his entire career. Huh. He's like oh and like fifty nine against the Ultimate Warrior. What? I watched that I watched that Undertaker DVD you have so many times. I should know that by now. Yeah. He huh. never defeated the Ultimate Warrior. How crazy is that to think? <clears throat> then he probably should have. Ultimate Warrior may have been whacked out and didn't realize it. <laughs> That's a good yeah. possibility. <laughs> All no, right. Warrior didn't like to put people over either, though. No, so. he didn't. No. Well, he can't anymore. Well, Joe, yeah, we know. Wow. <laughs> All right, so my, the elephant in the room. <laughs> so my third man on the Mount Rushmore is Hulk Hogan. In his career, Hulk Hogan had 271 wins, 
125 losses and 36 draws. It doesn't seem like a whole lot of matches, does it? No, not at all. This is what they had on wrestling record as his match total. And you, y'all think it's great. And think the one, one of the 271 was the finger poke of doom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hulk it, 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 does, it doesn't seem like a lot of matches, but most of the time he, it, most of the time that he wasn't wrestling or in matches, he was either talking or just beating the crap out of someone. Correct. Well, Spray painting them. Yeah. But I mean, going, he's going to be inducted again. This is WrestleMania. He'll be a two-time Hall of Famer. He defeated Andre the Giant, which was great. But I will put an asterisk to this. Without the Iron Sheik, Hulkamania would have never happened. Oh, no. Because Bob Backlund was not dropping the belt to Hogan. No. He didn't want to. Anybody. No, he did not want to drop it to Hogan. That's why the Iron Sheik had to be the one to drop it, because it was a perfect heel against the up-and-coming face. True. Backlund never wanted to drop it to anybody. No. Hulk Hogan was only a five-time WWF heavyweight champion. That's all. Five. He was a eight-time WCW heavyweight champion. You say eight-time? He didn't really lose the belt that often in WWF, though. No. He went through streaks. He did go through streaks. Taker, Taker beat him for it. And then it was like a month later, he lost it. Or a week later. Well, it was, yeah, Tuesday in Texas. It was a pay-per-view. And both matches were Ric Flair, you know, interference. Interference. All right, Brian, here's a WCW question for you. Do you remember Hulk Hogan's final title reign in WCW? Uh, It was... um, It lasted... He lost to Goldberg. Nope. No, no, the finger broke a doom, yeah. It was and, the um, there was the redone version when Jeff Jarrett laid down. Yes, yes, the yeah he yeah because of the um, Vince Russo angle. Correct. Yeah. Hulk Hogan pinned him and said, "Who booked this crap?" And it was there that Russo yeah. fired Hulk Hogan. That was the end of Hogan's WCW title reign that time. His eighth. It and was, and there was a lawsuit involved, whether it's real or work. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. was, I, 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 can see, I can see it being real. Hogan, well, yes, but Russo liked to blur the lines. I mean, yeah, what's oh, yeah. real, what's not real. I mean, I mean. Correct. Yeah. Vince Russo tried to be Eric Bischoff, but wasn't. Yeah. All right, Hogan That's why was, we ended up with David Arquette. Yeah. Hogan was, all, Hogan was also a one-time undisputed heavyweight champion in WWE. He was a That's one true. He was a one-time tag champ. With edge. Yes, with Edge. I watched a video earlier of people who have won only the world title, and that kept Hulk Hogan off of the list. His one title reign was a tag champ with Edge. He's also a two-time Royal Rumble winner. Yeah. Did he win the first two? Nope. Hulk no, um... Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the first one. But he was also world champion when he also won the Rumble. Yeah, didn't I guess that's the... what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. So, of the 89 pay-per-view matches Hulk Hogan had, he main-evented 78 of them. 88, 88% of his pay-per-view matches were in the main event. So, 90% were like... Yeah, were in the main event. <laughs> That's just hard to believe. 
Not with Hogan, to be no. honest. No. I mean, I mean, people like to hate him, but when his music hits, it is so loud. People correct. get on their feet. Even after his latest run-through suspension for the stuff he said, when that music hit, the crowd erupted. Or you, or you get that Titan Tron at the that last WrestleMania that was so obnoxious on the screens. Yes. So my last guy was John Cena. He in his career has a thousand and forty-eight wins, two hundred and sixty-six losses, and fifty-eight draws. That second number surprises me. Yeah, it does me too. I would never have thought he had two hundred and sixty-six losses in his career. Especially for a guy, build, I guess, is the, the next big thing. <laughs> I would love to see the record for Brock Lesnar. I did not look that up. I meant to. He didn't really uh, – I don't think his numbers would be high. I mean – No. I, I want to know what his losses were. Not very many. I, I guarantee no. you. Yeah. Give me just a second. Yeah. So, of the 160 pay-per-view matches John Cena's had, he has main evented 115 of them. 72% of his matches at pay-per-views have been main events. Hmm. I that's thought that, that that's another surprising number. Yeah, I figured that was going to be much higher. But Cause John, he, go ahead, because he's not prone to taking a back seat. Like no, he is, he, he is now, but like he wasn't then, and he didn't take a whole lot of time off either. He is a sixteen-time world champion. I thought it was fifteen. Is it sixteen? So it is sixteen. He is. I guess one, or he is tied with Flair, correct? Or he's one behind Flair. You know, tied with. You know, it's the asterisk because Flair didn't win 16 belts in WWE. But John Cena was a five time United States champion, mm-hmm. a four time tag team champion, and a two time Royal Rumble winner. I figured John Cena would be a Grand Slam champion. He has never he's held not. the IC belt. That kind of surprised me. Yeah, I knew he wasn't a grand slam because he's never really had it. I don't think he's ever made a run for the IC title belt. I think the only match I remember him ever having was the uh, belt versus belt with Seth Rollins when Jon Stewart hit him in the gut. Hmm. But I put Cena has been the biggest star in the last 15 years, and it's not even close. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are like, oh, you mean even bigger than Punk? Yes. Yes, he was bigger than CM Punk. But I put in here, too, he gets a bad rap for burying guys like Bray Wyatt and Rusev. He does. But I don't know, had he not beaten Bray Wyatt, would we ever get the Fiend? Or had he not beaten Rusev, I mean, Rusev now has never recovered. Bray Wyatt has. But, I mean, I think Bray Wyatt at that moment could afford the loss. Rusev couldn't. Bray, no. Wy- Bray Wyatt can talk. Rusev cannot. And now Rusev's stuck in that stupid few, that stupid storyline he's in. Oh, yeah, that one's – yeah, that one's dead apparently. So, who knows? Oh, I found that win-loss record for Lesnar, by the way. Okay. He is 176, 63, and 5. 
It shocks me he only has 63 losses. I figured he would have a whole lot less than that. That was from – hold on. I mean, that covers his whole career, though, right? Yeah. The New Japan and all that stuff. So, but, I mean, it's just incredible to think – go ahead. Apparently, he's undefeated in New Japan. He's 7-0. and Yeah, he did, he did walk out with their belt, kind of laid it down and left. <laughs> That seems like we should do that now. Yeah, me too. That's really weird. You know, John Cena's on a Grand Slam wrestling winner, but Ryback is. Yeah. (laughs) Ryback (laughs) held the world title? Apparently, this is what I'm reading. Like, I didn't know I didn't know Ryback held the world title. It's saying Ryback is a Grand Slam winner. I don't remember him wanting to. Huh, it must have been very, very and, short. And, unless he did it at Denny's. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it, it had to be a very slim. I mean, I didn't. I, I don't know if he ever held the bell. I'm trying to think of a time when Ryback would have held it. Because I, when he had the title shot, he got the beat. shield got involved. The shield yeah. got involved. Cena put him through an ambulance. Uh, huh. It's saying that once once Ryback won the IC title belt, it put him in elite status with such people as Chris Jericho, but not as John Cena. And it said, and it was Bleacher Report, and it said Grand Slam champion, Ryback, Chris Jericho, and it named them all. Huh. Did Jericho ever hold the U.S. title? Yeah. Yeah, because he was... It was, I don't know if he did it. Was it was more in, recent, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, he may have held it in WCW. I don't, I'm not sure. He no. held it in 17. Oh, he held yeah, it in 17. Is that when AJ, his... Or did AJ take it from him? AJ took it from him. AJ took it from him. Okay. I was trying to think. I was like, I can't, but I can't remember Ryback ever winning a world title. I don't think he did. Hold on. I, I'm just going off the Bleacher Report. Yeah. I didn't do too much more research than that, and I was like, <laughs> But I think all of these lists are incredible. I mean, we all have – well, I'm the only one who didn't have Stone Cold. Everybody but had Hogan but Matt. <laughs> yep. Well, I wanted to be the outside-the-box oh, thinker. One. And I like that. I mean, I would have never thought about Bruno. And that Bruno would... Bruno did a lot for the company. Well, like when you first brought this up, I was like, well, my first pick has to be Bruno. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, Hulk Hogan's the first pick or Ric Flair's the first pick. But to me, I think it's Bruno because if it was for Bruno, there wouldn't be a WWF or when it was originally called the WWF. Yeah. How many W's <laughs> Vince Senior owned? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible that throughout the whole, because we each have different eras that we grew up watching. And we picked relatively the same guys for the same reasons. They all transcended the sport in one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm mean, i shocked Ric Flair didn't show up on more lists. But, again, I, I'm I not think a Rick, it's – I'm not a Ric Flair fan. I mean, I'm not either. I appreciate what he's done. Correct. But. I think his, ma- his matches bore me. Yeah, but he is a great heel. He's getting turning the crowd. Correct. Yeah, my my mentality with Flair though is he either low blowing someone and then someone else is getting involved and then he wins, or he's going to end up 
with his hair going from platinum blonde to like, <laughs> blood red. But that's what that's what heels do, though. Correct. I mean, that, heels that, that, heels that don't win straight up because that would make the face look bad. Yeah. That, yeah, but if that's the case, then the heel would win more often and then lose on the pay per view. That's but, usually what happens. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that without that, we we wouldn't have heels now. Yeah, Flair Flair was the he was probably the best heel of all time. I mean, when he's a face, he's not enjoyable. No, he's no, and he has to cheat to win. Eventually, that became any everything he had to do. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's how Charlotte started too with her run in the main roster, and I think that killed her initially. Even though she's like a twelve-time champion already, she's only she's only an eight. Well, she's been in the on the main roster for what four years, something like oh, that. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, if you're counting like every time she's NXT Women's Champ, Ugh. <laughs> but I think I, she only held it once. Yeah, she. I don't think there's been. A, well, I think Shayna Baszler was the first two time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shayna, Shayna two times. Yeah, Shayna two times. But, I mean, I think these lists are great. The men's Mount Rushmore, we couldn't have had a better four. But I think having to limit just a four is tough because there's there's no Sting, there's no HBK, there's no Iron Sheik, all this stuff. There's no Rock. The Rock was on none of our list. Piper. No Piper. So, I mean, there could be more and more. We could have a 50-man Mount Rushmore and still not cover everybody that's ever done anything. No. Because when you look down to it, like Mount Rushmore is people who have impacted the world that, you know, we love as wrestling. Correct. And I think for every one of us, these four guys impacted our stuff in some way. Yeah. Because because without Hogan turning – and to the NWO in WCW, Stone Cold would not have worked in WWE. True. No. The company, True. both companies, I don't know, would have continued. There would have been no reason to fight. Well, that was the biggest shock of all time. I mean, correct. It is. I still remember so watching it. It was like, it was There's unreal. So much trash in that ring. I mean, I can still go back and watch <laughs> it now, and you know it's coming, but it's still a shock. Poor Rey Mysterio gets thrown like a lawn dart. Huh. Yeah, I would say that is the number one shocking moment of all time, and number two has to be the streak ending. Yeah, because yeah. nobody saw any one of those coming. No, no, no. I mean, I remember sitting at Jeremy Wagner's house watching that WrestleMania 30. Yeah. I put my head in my shirt crying because Taker lost. And the thing is, you found out about it. Before you even before watched the match. before the match ended, uh, I just said this there is why and, we this, and this is why we banned you from Twitter when we watch pay per views. Absolutely <laughs> correct. No, now we're on live. Then we weren't. <laughs> but gentlemen, you got any last words? No, I got plenty more words. I don't plan on dying anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> any last awesome. words for the podcast? <laughs> No, I just think no. You know, no, no, thank you. The last word sounds like a very bad finisher move. <laughs> it does. Well, like I said, it is when the bell tolls, so the bell rings, the match is over. But ding, ding, ding. Ne- yeah, next but, um, time, next time, let's go. We'll do the women's Mount Rushmore of wrestling. 
So that may be a little more difficult. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a, a lot more difficult. Can I can I can I throw something out here? Yeah, go ahead. Um, you can cut this out of the podcast. I don't care. But next week, when we talk about, I want to thank you for listening to Win the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Tonight we were joined by Yawn Man, Matty Ice, and Little Cuz, and myself to make up the Four Beasts of Wrestling. So we thoroughly enjoyed talking about our Mount Rushmore of Wrestling. Hope you tune in next week when we discuss our women's Mount Rushmore of Wrestling. Should be very intriguing. We've all talked about it already, and it's going to be difficult to cut down our list to four. So tune in next week to figure out who is on our women's Mount Rushmore of Wrestling.